2: I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Brian, I
3: think it's fair to say that Mr. Trump did not create the mess in Afghanistan, but I also think he's going to end up owning its tragic outcome. We got this brilliant ambassador Khalizad, knows more about Afghanistan than anyone in the US government negotiating in gutter with the Taliban. But Mr. Trump has said publicly, essentially, we're out politically by 2020. So what is there to negotiate? The Taliban are also winning. They're now controlling more terrain, than they have since 2001. The Afghan government is fractured, incompetent, corrupt. Their military is semi-dysfunctional. No belligerent ever negotiates away something they've won in the battlefield. The situation looks tragic. The outcome will come soon after we withdraw.
4: That's General Barry McCafferty. He was on MSNBC last night. Uh, he's making the argument on why we gotta stay in Afghanistan. Washington Post today, the editorial board piece is Trump risks turning a chance for success in Afghanistan into a shameful failure. It sounds like it's a failure right now based on what General McCafferty just said. Taliban has more, uh, property than they had In the last 18 years the government is completely a mess so we've spent i don't know how many trillion dollars on this project
5: thousands of lives and all these years
4: and thousands of lives and and this is where we are why would i think it's going to get any
5: better anyway i need to hear from another expert yeah with all due respect to uh general McCafferty, mike lyons military analyst for cbs news and others throughout the year uh retired major as well uh artilleryman mike lyons how are you sir Hey guys, so great to be back with you. So, uh, why don't we start with the, the general's uh, description of the situation, his prescription, which is we have to stay the course. Uh, your reaction?
3: You know, that's a kind of a classic D.C. swamp, frankly, uh, description of what's going on uh, there. But, uh, you know, staying there is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, think we're going to get a different result. Uh, the president cut the troops in half, the da- Taliban took more. Uh, land while they were there Um, this gets back to we've got to decide as a nation if we want to go to war like this endlessly and um, and do something about it this this president is at least willing to stick um, you know a stake in the ground and he's he's going to take a very big political hit when um, when we see this turn into what will be vietnam 1975 no question the taliban is going to kick out the current government there and they're going to return Sharia law and bring the whole situation back to 1999. But um, after 18 years, was not, again, we want to spend another dollar. You want to spend another life there? I'm not sure that's a good option.
4: Yeah, the political hit, the politics of it is is a different story. I, I don't know how people are going to react to that. I would, I would assume after all this time, the country doesn't think, oh my God, look what's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my heart breaks for people who live there. God, yeah. I think of some little girl who's going to have to live in that country. That's awful. But we can't fix it unless we really dedicated a tremendous amount of manpower, lives, and money to it. And we're not going to do that. And establish a 100%
3: police state.
4: Because there are people right. living in those tragic conditions all over the world.
3: Right. We had these ebbs and flows over the past 18 years. You know, the Obama administration comes in, said it was the good war, surges troops there to over 130,000. Uh, We gained control of most of the outlying provinces and it went well from a military perspective, but then all of a sudden, you know, he wants out of there too. He put conditions just like this president did. They were based on a calendar. He said that that was going to make the Kabul government uh, more responsive. That didn't do anything. The the bottom line is it's still a country with a very low uh, rate of education. Um, The illiteracy rate remains very high. We've tried to impart Western values, which we think we can export, but we can't, and we've not exported um, the, the the capitalism that we should have. The Chinese have come in. They own a lot of the landmass in Afghanistan because they're stripping it out for uh, rare earth minerals as well. And um, you know, again, the Taliban when they when they were in power allowed Al Qaeda free reign there. I think the only difference now is we're, we have this we have this very thin needle that says. Um, if you bring Al Qaeda or anybody back, then that violates the deal, and we're going to come back into Afghanistan. All that means is we're going to use strategic weapons to go after yeah, people. Yeah, I,
4: I, I, I'm certainly no genius. Just reading the new stories in the newspaper and following the news. I've been saying that now for like 15 years. We tell the Taliban mm-hmm. we're leaving. You're you're going to take the country, but if you let Al Qaeda set up shop again, we're going to bomb the crap out of you. And I think right. they, would, they, would, they would they would and then we're going to end up in the same spot a decade and a half later.
3: Right. Now, you'll, you're seeing also reports that uh, al-Qaeda has increased its ranks by 4,500 in Afghanistan. Um, you're also seeing the resurgence of ISIS in in, um, in Syria and, and Iraq. I, I can't tell if it's just the media just continuing to troll the president because he obviously says that we've defeated them. We haven't. It's not possible to defeat ideologies. Um, it's going to take a lot longer than that. But the bottom line is um, that whether the Taliban goes after al-Qaeda inside Afghanistan, uh, when they finally take over, remains to be seen.
5: Mike Lyon, CBS military analyst on the line. You know, in the spirit of fairness, I qu- criticize Barack Obama fairly harshly for setting time tables sure. oh, because yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. in in this situation, you can't have that umbrella over negotiation, or, or as General McCafferty pointed out, you, why would you negotiate if you, mm-hmm. if you have the upper hand? So I don't like that. I get it, politically speaking. Uh, it's always an election cycle, but I, I just don't think it's very smart. But...
3: You no, we're going to have to call it something. Um, it's going to be victory or defeat. Um, we go into this with our eyes wide open. We were taking down the the Taliban government to, and taking out Al Qaeda after 9/11. It was great intentions. The Bush administration was all in. Everything was good, and then our focus shifted to Iraq. And frankly, we've been you know kind of wandering since then. And the military is not going to stand up and say we're not doing this anymore. That's just not what they're. That's not in their in their DNA.
4: Interesting. So there's this horrifying attack at a wedding in Kabul, Afghanistan, over the weekend, and it was ISIS killed 65 mm-hmm. people or something like that. And yeah. uh, the Taliban said, oh, that's beyond the pale. So where, where where are the Taliban and ISIS? How do they fit into Afghanistan?
3: So they perceive them to be a threat to um, the Taliban. The Taliban perceive uh, ISIS to be a threat to what they're trying to well, do. Then well, then let's let
4: the Taliban kill ISIS.
3: Yeah, I, I, again, you'll see what they'll, they'll be more focused on gaining control of Kabul and then the civil war takes place, which is really what's happening. We're on the brink of a civil war there inside of Afghanistan. I mean, it's only been going on for, what, 9,000 years anyway. Um, and so. Uh, same, same with Al Qaeda. Uh, it's just as a matter of who is going to take control and who has the power and what they're going to do when they get it. Um, you know, whether maybe this is why the president wants out. He does. He definitely wants to tick it up uh, as a, an election accomplishment, and uh, which is why he wants out before the 2020 election. You know, if I were the president, Mike, I'd have a number of
5: uh, of uh, axes to grind and causes that I would uh, babble about. But one of them would be. Helping Americans understand we can't solve everything. There are Mm -hmm. some problems that just have to be managed. It's like a chronic health condition. You just do your best. And I think we we as a country feel like we can fix everything,
3: and we just can't and And, and we we've, we've we need to pivot back to that Cold War mentality where we contain Russia that was the big thing to contain and now we've got to do the same kind of containment in the Middle East and in Afghanistan in a smaller scale. and the problem is we don't have the military design to do that we, we We're into the strategic weapons. We're going to hit you from five hundred miles away and you, you'll never see that you'll never see it coming, all those kinds of things. We've still built a military around occupying and working with uh, our allies on the ground, knowing full well that uh, we're not going to change anything. We're not going to change hearts and minds no matter what we bring to the table. Next time we
5: talk, buying Greenland with Mike Lyons, (laughs) military analyst, giant airfielder. Mike, it's always enlightening. Thanks a million. Perfect, guys. Thanks for having me. You got it.
4: My only final note on this is the annoyance of the media. I just do not believe that NBC and the Washington Post would be arguing against leaving Afghanistan if Barack Obama were doing exactly the same thing. No I just don't believe it. Smart people of good conscience can be on both sides of this argument, no doubt. Absolutely. But I don't believe that's what's happening with the Washington Post. If Barack Obama was saying it's been long enough, we're going to get out, they'd be cheering
5: it. Guaranteed. That's really maddening. Yep. What's coming up in your news, Marshal? For the record, we were saying the same stuff when old Barry was the president Yeah, I was, that we are now. I've been forgetting out the whole time. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshal? California's new deadly use of force law stirring up a national debate, Jill Biden's rather odd endorsement of husband Joe, Go. and turning hostility <laughs> into inspiration. Wait a minute. I could use that. <laughs> That'd be a cool pivot. What if I can do that?
4: Stay tuned. <laughs>